Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Hello everyone, I am in the car, you're going to hear some noise, sorry about that. I hope you all had a great weekend, took some time to kind of reflect on your life, and I don't know, seems like God is telling us, do not be afraid of suffering. I'm one that isn't really (laughs) there yet myself. I will say that I do not like pain. I do not like being sick. I do not like when things don't go my way. I don't take joy in it, but I do my best to try and give any of my fear or my worry or my frustration or my anger or whatever it is to God as I'm going through whatever it is that I'm going through. And I want to read, of course, it came to me in the readings, Romans 8, 12 through 17. Brothers and sisters, we are not debtors to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. Okay, basically, if you stop letting your body rule you, and you stay out of mortal sin and venial sin, you're going to go to purgatory at the very least, if not straight into heaven. So that's a big deal. We have to constantly be thinking about our salvation. Everything that we do takes us closer or takes us farther from heaven. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God.
rejoice. We are glorifying God. We're glorifying Mary, who also has Jesus in her, the woman who brought God to earth. So we have to go back and run to them all the time and find in our hearts that suffering is part of life. I used to always, like in the beginning of my journey, I wasn't given a lot of sufferings. I was given a lot of consolations. And it wasn't until I was, you know, growing in my faith and some of those consolations were taken away and I was struggling with prayer and, you know, some sins and temptations were coming back into my life and I was like, I don't get this, God. I mean, like, shouldn't this be not how life is? Shouldn't we all be, like, happy-go-lucky with you? But that is so not how it is. We are going to have problems. We are going to have issues. But that's where, again, the suffering and the rejoicing is where God gives us that grace so that we can give it to Him, trust Him, have more faith. That's the day-to-day walk. So I don't know what you are dealing with today. But if you can just tap into God, tap into Mary and say, help me, help me with this struggle, with this suffering so that I can reflect you, God, who I, where I can be a witness, where I can be joyful and maybe even strange to other people, odd to other people so that they look at me and they ask me why or how can I be this way during this type of situation? And right there is where we glorify God. Only because of God. Only because I trust that God is going to do something better with this. That God's going to bring a greater good than this. It's just like Jesus' suffering. His entire passion from the moment that he was turned in by Lazarus, who turned him in, that Lazarus was raised by the dead, Uh, that was Jesus who raised Lazarus, why can I not remember, Judas, yes, Judas, (laughs) I'm sure you were all screaming in the, in your phone saying, it's Judas, anyway, Judas turned him in, and throughout that whole time, up until the moment that he passed, and even for three days after, I cannot imagine that the entire earth wasn't crying and wailing. And yet there was probably only one, one person, Mary, who truly knew in her heart that the Lord was going to do something great out of the most horrific situation and event in human history. And that's what God does. Especially for those of us who are according to Romans 8.28, living according to his will, that we are on his team. We may not see it right in this moment, but I'm telling you, if we reflect after it's all done, we will go back and see the good. And it is amazing to see when God does that in our lives. So let's not run away from suffering and from the situations that are not what we want them to be because in some way, shape, or form, The Lord is doing something, either to sanctify us or to sanctify others. And I think about that because I'm listening to my Bible in a year. I'm on my day 28 or something like that. 
and we are wrapping up Job and Job had all the faith in the world and all of his friends thought that he sinned and they just kept telling him go repent go repent because none of this stuff would be happening to you if 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 you were good and righteous and that's not the case God does use even saints and has them go through horrific situations why to sanctify others or to glorify God through their life And so just think, God may be using you to bring your children back or to bring some people back. He's using you to drop seeds in people's lives and he's watering them. So let's just do our best to give it to God, allow him to take all of our fear and our worries and anxieties, all of our anger and our resentment, and let's capture those thoughts every single time they come. And let's cast out the spirit of infirmity. That was the other thing when I was reading the gospel, which was the woman of 18 years who could not stand up straight. And so God said, I heal you of your infirmity as he laid his hands on her and she stood up straight. Of course, all of the evil priests and things were saying, hey, you can't be doing that on the Sabbath. You can't heal on the Sabbath. Shame, shame, shame. And who knows, maybe God is just waiting there to do the same for you, to heal you of your infirmity of 18 years. You never know. God's there. Keep praying. Keep having hope. Do not give up. The more that we throw our trust in him and the more we throw our pride out the window and say, I I follow you, God, you lead me, the better off we're going to be. And the more peace and the more stressless lives we're going to have. We're going to sleep better. We're going to rest better. Don't forget to get your feet out in that yard. Get your face out in that sun. And try and stay away from as many toxins as you can. (laughs) And sometimes those toxins can be people. So be aware of that. If you've got some people in your life that are just doom and gloomers and bring you down and just are negative Nellies, be aware. Be aware of that and do yourself a favor and try to limit that or be that positive. So when those negatives come, spin it right back into a positive and maybe help that person take those negative thoughts just like you do, capturing them and throwing them away, making them obedient to Jesus, which is not, who does not want us to be moaning and groaning and whining and complaining about our lives because that is cursing our blessings. And we don't want to do that. All right, everyone, let's pray. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Sorry, I'm trying to get myself situated here. Making a lot of noise. Come, Holy Spirit. Come into our heart, into our souls. And help us understand the meaning of suffering. Help us know that that's actually how we love. When we are selfless. When we accept everything that you have allowed in our life, Lord. Then we truly are being humble. And we're not being prideful. And we are looking to you to say, okay, Lord, you've allowed this, so I allow this and help me live with this in my life at this moment. If it is temptation, then let's all 
that we are listening to you, Lord. We let us all come to you for your strength when we're weak so that we can walk away from that temptation with your grace because we can't do it alone. Help us repair every relationship that we have on rocky ground. We know that that is where Mary wants us to focus. She wants us to heal all of our relationships, as do you. And last but not least, please help us to realize that suffering is a part of life, but we can suffer with grace and with joy and with love so that others can look at us and we can glorify you for how we're handling all that you have allowed in our life. We love you, Lord. We accept you. We accept everything in our life at this moment. And we ask for your love and strength and temperance today. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Alrighty, everyone. What a journey. I don't know how you've been doing, but put a comment somewhere on my social media. Just let me know how things are going. And I will be talking to you tomorrow. I love you all. Find something more with God, soul, mind, and body. And have a blessed and inspired day.